continuing our Hezbollah of this cryptic Mishnah, the last line in the Mishnah, not the last line, but the, one of the last statements is, V'hanoshim, that women are also responsible for any Hezik that's theirs or that their mamain does. Says the Gemara, V'hanoshim b'chal Hezik. Not immediately. So how do we know? Is there seems to be a Chiddush in the Mishnah. So wh- what is the nature of this Chiddush? So maybe you am a Rav, I can't tell you to be sure, the Pasuk says, by a carbon chattas, Dabo B'nei Yisrael, Isha, Isha, Kiyasim, Kachatai, So Adam, Limo, Ma, Ba'ashev, Ashma, Nefeshahi. So it says, by Inyan of Karbonis, it says that a man or a woman, why is it specifically say man or a woman? Hishra, Kosev, Isha, Isha, Chal, Inshin, Shevetar, that when it comes to all kinds of Inshin, and it comes to all kinds of Hapara, etc., a man and woman are going to be the same. That's one Makar we see, that the repercussions of their actions when it comes to things like that, men and women are the same. Another Pasuk says the Gemara. The Bebel Lazotana, they learned, Rashi says the DK is from the word Lifnehem. Why is it Lifnehem? Again, that when it comes to Dinim, Dine Cheshin Mishpa, which is Pasha Mishpatim, then Lifnehem, everybody who's hearing this, including women, are also going to be in, in the Parsha of all Dine Cheshin Mishpa. And a third makar, the baby chiske verbeis yeglili tana amar krab. And the pasuk says by kaifer it says mishar nagach whom itmol shloshem v'hobel bala v'lo yishvrenu v'hemis ish oy isha hashar yisak of a gambal of yumos. Here it says isha, and here it's not talking about the owner of the animal. Here it's talking about the victim that was killed. Whether the victim that was killed was a man or a woman, there's a din of kaifer, and therefore hishra hakos of isha leisha chol misa shevetayra. Here it's on the victim side. Whether the person killed is a man or a woman, it's all going to be the same. So we see three makaris that for dina ancient. Kapara for Dine Dinim Cheshemishpat, and for the victim side of it, all men and women are the same. And therefore, in terms of Hezik, so some of us say that this has like Hezik is like Dinim Cheshemishpat, it's the middle Pasuk of Mishpatim. And some of us say it's actually from the first Pasuk of Ancient, because Hezik we said is like a Din of Einish that you have to pay back for, for what damage was caused. Whichever Pasuk it is, we definitely see that Isha has the same Alakas as a man in all these things. But Tzricha, why do we have to have three Pasukim? If we said the first Pasuk by Kapara, the Torah is telling you a woman, we know women are chayv in all the mitzvahs, etc. And therefore, if they were not in the Parsha of Karbanis and Malkus, etc., then they wouldn't be able to achieve the proper Kapara. So maybe over there the Torah is Meikal on there, has Rachmanis to let a woman be in this Parsha. When it comes to Dine Chesh Mishpat, that they have to pay, maybe Ish to Bar Maso Matan, in generally speaking, at least in those days, it was the men involved in business, not the women, Ishaloi, and then maybe Dine Chesh and Mishpat don't apply to a woman. So on the Pasuk, we have the Mishpatim, then it does. Yashmin and Dinan, if we just had the Pasuk of Mishpatim, you'd have thought, if a woman is not responsible for Dinah Chesh and Mishpat, then no one's going to want to do business with her. If she needs to do business, I'm going to be, I don't even want to live in a neighborhood with a woman who owns an animal. If the animal damages me, she's not going to have to pay. That's crazy. And therefore the terror says, of course, she's in the Dinah Chesh and Mishpat. Of a Kapara, but when it comes to getting Kapara from Malkus, Kabanus, etc., maybe you would say, Ish to bar mitzvah in, Isha to love bas by a man who's responsible for all mitzvahs in the Torah, as opposed to a woman who's not responsible for all the mitzvahs, Heshman, Grama, etc., maybe she doesn't need a kapara. Maybe we don't, we, the Torah doesn't even bother saying it. So, Kamash Mulan, that both for kapara and for Cheshim Mishpat, we need these psukim. What do we need the third Pasuk for? Vyashmin, mm-hmm. that the woman is in the parish of kapara, and she's in the parish of 
of dinim cheshem mishpat hachamishim kapara hachamishim chiyusa. Like we said, once that she can get kapara, once that she can be part of society. Avul inyan katala when someone murders her chas v'shalom maybe ish to bar mitzvah l'shalom kaifer ish aloi. So maybe if a victim is a man who's chayiv in all the mitzvahs on Torah, and now that he's dead, he can't do all those mitzvahs. Torah says that's a serious. Crime, and therefore the person, in this case, they're talking about the parsha of Kaifer, but they would have a din of Kaifer on the owner of the animal. But a woman who's not having that many mitzvahs, maybe you would say not. Kamashma on the Pasuk, I do. Vyashmin and Kaifer, if we just had the Pasuk here by Kaifer, Mishum de'ik ibn Shama, maybe over here, yes, it's only a woman, but it's murder. Right? So by murder, even if you murder a woman, you're going to have to be responsible. It's not a murder situation, it's not a capital crime. So we need to have all three of these psukim to tell me when it comes to all these halachas, a woman has the same halacha of a man. And that's why our Mishnah says that Noshim are going to be Bechlal the Nezek. The next halacha in the Mishnah was, the last one was, Hanizik vehamazik bitashlumen. That's a strange halacha. Because obviously the mazik is the one who pays. What does it mean the nizik also is part of the payment? So the Lord says, this brings us to an interesting philosophical or theological discussion. We know there's halacha by tam, that the first few times that an animal does damage, we'll see much more in the details as we move through the Masechta, he only pays chetzi nezik. What is the nature of that chetzi nezik? What does that mean? So itmar, palganiska, this idea of chetzi nezik by etam. Rav pap amar memoina. The truth is that you owe all the money. Torah says you don't have to pay all of it, but you really owe it. Rav hunabar yeshu amar knasa. The truth is you don't owe anything. The Torah knasses you and says you have to pay at least half. What does this mean? The word explains clearly. Rav pap amar memoina, he says it's mamun, kasavar stam shvam lav b'cheska Most animals... You do not assume that they are properly watched, even if they're a tam. And even if it's an animal that you never saw a gore before, it's it's by, by its nature you should understand that it could go ahead and do damage, and therefore we didn't do shlumikule. And therefore, logically, maybe you would think that you actually have to pay all of it. If I didn't have a din in the tariff chatzinezik, I would assume it's my animal it did damage. Animals have a nature to do damage. I'm responsible for it. They should pay kula nezek. The Torah had Rachmanus and you dekati loyai. The Torah said, "Okay, listen. You are. You, it's not. It's not as probable as some of the other halachas we have. Afshain and regular, etc. Bar. And therefore, we'll be makele on you a little bit and say you only have to pay half. But really, the half that you're paying, you're really responsible for. Now, how far do you take this? Is an interesting question. Taisus and Abayis takes this so far as to say." That this man, the Amber holds Karen, is not Mashuna at all. We see many times in this Pesach the idea of Karen being something out of, out of the ordinary. Taisa says that's on the man, the Amber Knoss, as we'll see in a second. On the man, the Amber Minor, Taisa says that means you're really responsible because it's not so Mashuna. And in fact, Taisa says based on that, when something is really Mashuna, you're going to be Potter. Now, Rashi seems in a few places to indicate not like that. Rather, Rashi learns that even according to this man, the Amber, it is Mashuna, but it's not Mashuna enough that it's totally crazy that you're not responsible. You are still responsible. At the end of the day, it's an animal, and animals do things, and you should be aware of that. However, because the terrorist says it's not as normal as other things, therefore the terrorist makeup. The truth is, if you think about it, by each of the other types of hezek that we had, the terror has a cool in each one of them. Shannon Regla, Patabashusarabim, Abaras Pata, when an Adam falls in, each one of the Hezekis have some sort of kula. If anything, Karen is the strange one here because Karen, after three times, the cooler goes away. 
by Shein Varegel, you don't say after three times Rishas Rabbim, now you are Chayv Rishas Rabbim. And you don't say by a borrow, after three times a person falls into it, now you are Chayv for another. So if anything, Karen ends up being more difficult than that. But Rashi seems to indicate it doesn't mean that it's normal, it just means it's a little less abnormal than you thought till now. That's going to be number one minor. So really, you should pay it all. Tara says, okay, I'll be a little bit make on you. But, they say the opposite. It's a knas. A normal animal, when it comes to Karen, it's not something you need to expect at all. Right? Just like you don't expect, I don't know, you don't expect your animal to get in a car and drive down the street. That's just not going to happen. The idea of your animal going to gorge is not going to happen either. Therefore, you're totally not responsible. So you should watch your animal more than you would normally have to. Normally you would say, okay, the animal's not going to go out and watch anything. Torah puts a knas on you, at least chetzinezik. So now we have fundamental machlaikas on what the nature of this payment of chetzinezik is. It was on the man yama that it's a knas. It's almost like, theoretically, the Torah could have just said, yes, you have to pay chetzinezik, tzedakah. It has nothing to do with reimbursing the nizik. Right? It's just, the Torah says you have to pay, so the Torah says give it to the Nizik. But it's not a din in the Nizik. It's a din in punishing the Mazik. Whereas in Chatsi Nizik Mamayna, it's a reimbursement. There's the Torah's makel on you. Oh, so it says them like that. So now we can understand Pshat in our Mishnah. So now Nizik and Mazik, but Tashlumi, they both contribute to the payment. What does that mean? So Bishra, the Yamadamar, Palganiska Mamayna, according to the Man, the that says Palganiska is Mamayn, which means you should pay the whole thing. But the Torah's makel on the Mazik, it says you don't have to. How did the Shaykh Nizik the Tashlumi? So really, I owe all the money. Terry says I don't have to pay it all. So the nizik is losing part of the hezik. So it's nizik the mazik bit tashlumen. When you want to know where's all the money gone, so some of it the mazik reimburses, and some of it the nizik has to absorb. That's the nature of it. But lemaisa, that part is fine. But according to my name, it says I really don't have to pay anything. Nothing. Just the Torah knasses me. So So now when the nizik gets half from me, it's, he should just say thank you, right? He's not contributing to the, to the to the loss over here. He's just getting extra money. But tashlumen, he said, that's not called that the nizik is contributing to the tashlumen. There is no tashlumen at all. It's not a din tashlumen. It's a din knas. So according to the man Yamar Palganiska Maman, we understand Pshat in that line in the Mishnah when it said a nizik v'amazik bit tashlumen. There is a din in reimbursement, but I don't have to pay all of it. But according to the man Yamar Palganiska is a knas. So what is the Pshat in this line in the Mishnah? There is no reimbursement over here at all. It just happens to be a knas, like a punishment. It says This is going back in the halacha we had earlier. That we said that the dead carcass is the responsibility of the nizik. And if it goes down in value from the time of the death of the animal until the time you come to Bezdin, the nizik loses the money. So over there already, now we're saying that the nizik is somewhat contributing to the payment. Whether we're talking about a tam or a muad, right, whatever it is. As we'll see in the Gemara in a second. Balamaisa, whatever I'm supposed to pay, if the mazik's supposed to pay, uh, let's say it's a 200 shekel shar, and it got killed and it's worth uh, only 50 now, so there's 150 shekel loss, so I have to pay as a mazik 75. Lamaisa, when the animal gets to the bezel, it's not worth 50, it's worth only 30. So that extra 20 shekel that now no one's paying for, Tamar Muad, now who's that? That means the Nizik is Ke'ilu contributing to the payment. Obviously, it's not paying, but it means he's Nizik Vamazik Pitashlumen. It's a nice pshat, but that we already learned in the first Mishnah. We said tashlumen means that it has to be that he's metapel in it, that he's mashlum that part. So we already said this halacha. Why do we have to have it twice in the Mishnah? So because one is telling you by a dintam 
then it's the Nizik's responsibility to deal with the carcass and any subsequent loss of it. And by the other one is by Din Mu'ud. Why do we have to say it twice? But By Tam, we say the Mazik is not responsible for the Allah of Pachasnevel, if it goes down in value after its death, because the Maise, really this whole thing is not his responsibility. Whether you old Knas or Mamad doesn't matter, but the Maise is not as responsible, so of course he's going to be Potter by Pachasnevel. I mean, he could deduct that. Of a Mu'ad, I'm alive, by a Mu'ad where he has to pay it all, maybe you would say that the Pachasnevel is the Mazik's responsibility, and he does have to make up that difference. And if I tell you by Mu'ad, it's the Nizik's responsibility, the, the Nizik is getting all this money. So you're deducting five shekel from it. Okay, not so bad. Avotam, where he's already losing half is the value of the animal that he's not getting. So the half that the Mazik's paying, maybe the Mazik should have to make sure he pays the full value, including the Pachastavela. We're coming out that we have no raya from our Mishnah, whether Chetzi Nezek is Mumen or Kanas. When the Mishnah said Pachastavela, according to the Yomar, Chetzi Nezek is Mumen, we understand Pshat in Nezek, Vabazik, Vatashlumen. And according to the Yomar, that's a Kanas. So then the idea of Nezek, Vabazik, Vatashlumen is going on Pachastavela, and who pays the difference in anything that it went down in value later. Okay, so now the Gemara is going to focus back and forth to find any rayas that we can find from other Mishnahis or Brises on this question of Chetzi Mamun, Chetzi Nezek, is it Mamun or is it Knas? Toshma. <coughs> Brises says, Ma bin Tam Lemuit. Obviously, we understand the basic difference. What other halachic nafkaminas are there? Shatam Misham Chetzi Nezek, Tam only pays half. Mi Gufay, right? Tam only pays Mi Gufay, meaning that you never pay more than the value of the animal that did the damage. Okay, so if the animal that did the damage was only worth 50 shekel, and the damage he did was 500 shekel, so he's paid as a Tami's Chayef 250, he does not have to pay 250. He only pays 50, meaning take my animal, it's what we call a total loss, right? <laughs> Just take my animal, leave me alone, and that's it. He, well, no, he did, he did 100 shekel damage, so whatever it is, so he doesn't have to pay more than he's worth. Okay, when a muad a has to pay full value, and it's malia even from his pocket. No matter what the animal that did the damage is worth, the mazik has to pay the full value from his own cash. That's the price that says that's the difference between a tam and a muad. So what do you mean? The misa, according to what you just said, that palganezga might be a knas. There's another tremendous difference because we have a locha called meidav knas potter. If you come to bezdin and you say that I stole, you never have to pay kefal. Anytime you, we said this more yesterday, anytime you admit to something which has a knas, maybe the knas does not pay any money, that pays the core, but does not pay the knas part of it. So if I come to Bezin and admit that my animal gored someone as a tam, do I have to pay or not? Well, that depends on our machlaikis. If your chatzinazik is mumen, so then it's just regular dinah chashmish, but I admit, then you're going to be, you're going to be, hadas by the then you have to pay. But if you hold chatzinazik is only a knas, then you apply the rule of Moedib Knas Potter, and I don't have to pay. I don't have to pay anything. So why didn't the Brysa say this? To them, Isa, that it's a Knas, listening to me, it should have said, Ha, huh, it should have said, Tamane Mishalma Piyatsma, because it's a Knas, and Moedib Knas is Potter, and Mu'ad Mishalma Piyatsma, because Mu'ad is definitely not a Knas, Mu'ad is definitely Mammon, and therefore, if you admit, you do pay. For the fact that the Brysa does not say this difference, it's mashed by both of them, if you admit, you do have to pay, which would definitely indicate that Chetzinazik is Mammon, not Knas. It could be this list as just one example, but there are other items missing. And there is another difference between a muad and a tam, and that is that a muad is mishalma piatzmai and a tam is not. 
My shayad the high shayad. As well, we say you can't just leave one item out of a brisa. There must be at least two missing. So my shayad chatsi kaifer. The halach is if your animal kills a human being and the animal was a muid, he had done it already a few times. So then we say that the balashar has to, is chayv misa instead of paying chayv instead of being chayv misa. He pays kaifer. If the animal is a tam, you don't pay chatsi kaifer. There is no kaifer at all. So there's another fundamental difference in the uh, punishment of tam versus muad, that a muad pays kaifer and a tam does not, and that's not listed in the b'risa. So this, this b'risa just picked one example of a difference, it's not giving you all, and it could be that the mighty b'knas is also another example. So what do you mean? You know why he didn't say chatsi kaifer? Mishim chatsi kaifer, lav shiuru. It's not missing in the b'risa. Hamani b'yashek lili, damar tam mishal chatsi kaifer. Maybe this b'risa is a b'yashek lili, who says tam is mishal chatsi kaifer, and therefore the b'risa did not have to list it, because that's just part of the regular difference of Chetzi and Shalem. That just like by Hezek, the Mu'ad pays Shalem and Atam pays Chetzi, by Kaifer, the Mu'ad pays Shalem and Atam pays Chetzi, and it didn't have to listen to the price. Okay. So we have two different ways to learn this price, which is telling you the differences. We have no Raya necessarily whether Tam is, whether Chetzi and Hezek is Mumen or Knas. Tashma is bringing another Raya. Raya brings the following Aloha. If a person comes to Bezdin and he says to Bezdin, Hey, Mishari, yes, Pliny, my animal killed somebody. Or my animal killed another animal. So my animal killing another animal, I understand I have to pay al That I get. But hey, what I pay, when my animal kills another human being, so that's a din in Kaifer. And it says over here, you pay al So now my love, Bitam. We're talking about a Tam. And therefore, you see, by a time, you're going to pay al by the damage of the person and the damage of the animal, which would mean palganeska is mamun. Like the mood. We're talking about a mood over here. The price is talking about a mood, and a mood, of course, is mamun, and therefore, even if you admit, you have to pay. What? Of a time. Let's say it was a time. Right. If it's a time and you admit it, you don't have to pay because Palganeska is a knas. But look at the end of the price. When the price is telling you that first case of the price, it says, when you admit, you pay. There's another case where if you admit, you don't pay. Now, what's the easiest example to say if you admit you don't pay? It should say, Tam! Because the Tam is a Knas, and therefore a Knas you don't pay. But that's not what the price says. Uh, the Tani say, for you know what the example of not paying is? Hamishurius Avdeshoplani, which Allah is if your animal kills an Evid. You pay a fixed amount, 30 shekel, and we know that the, 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 anytime the Torah tells you a fixed amount, you have to pay, regardless whether the person is worth more or less. That means, by definition, it's a knas, therefore, by the knas is potter. So, the example of a case of Hezek that's a knas, says the Brysa, is a case of Evid. Why did it say that case? It should have gone back to the regular case we just started of killing a person or killing a shar, and instead of being talking about a mood, and therefore it's moment, it should have been talking about Tam, which is Knas. So why did the Bryson say that? For the fact that the Bryson did not say that, it's mashma both by a Muad and a Tam, your Mashal Mapiatsmai, because Chetzinezik is a moment. Says my lot love Dafka, but cool of a mood come out. Maybe this price is just talking about a mood. And it's telling you sometimes a mood is Mashal Mapiatsma by the Rezigil Hazik. And sometimes even a mood is not Mashal Mapiatsma if you kill an Evid and you're paying the Knas. So we have no riot from this price uh, about Chetzinezik if it's Mumman or Knas. Tashma. Bryce says, Zaklal, call him a shalom Yoisra Masha Hizik, if you pay more. Then you damage, which would be kefal, let's say. So then, Then when you admit, you don't have to pay that. Because that's clearly a knas. Anytime you're paying more than you damage, that's clearly a knas. My love. So that's the Bryce's definition. So from that definition, we could see. If you pay less 
then you damage our case of Chetzinezik, then Mishal, then Mishalim. Then you are paying up Yatsmi because that's not a Knas, that's a moment. Seems clear in the price, only if you pay more than you damage, it's a Knas. If you pay less than you damage, that is moment. So it's a riot of Chetzinezik being moment. What the Bryson meant was, if you pay exactly what you damaged, which is normal case, then it's mammon. But if you pay more or less of a pachas, if it's less, then hachanami, it would also be a knas. So doi mishali. Says, al if you admit it. So that's strange. Why the Bryce say if you pay too much, if you pay more, kefal, etc., then it's a kanas and you don't pay up piatsmai. The Bryce should have said, listeni, It should have said, what is the definition of when it's a kanas or not? If you're paying the exact amount you damage, that's mammon. If you pay more or less, it's a kanas. But the Bryce didn't say that. It only focused on the more. Clearly, mashma that less is not a kanas, it's mammon. And chetzinezik is a mammon. The mashma pachos or mashma yoiser. Says the Moshe said, you're right. Tiyufta, you're right. This seems to be a clear raya that chetzinezik is mammon. Says the Gemara, v'hilchosa palkinezik, kanas. And Allah is, it's a kanas. Huh? Is a, Mark uses this kind of a statement a few places in Shas. How do you tell me you just slugged up that side? It's wrong. And we pass it like the other side. It doesn't make any sense. It's my in. Yes. Because even though we said Tiyufta, there's really an answer. What's the answer? What was the question? The question was, why is the price to say that it's only a knas? If you pay more, mashma, if you pay less, it's mamain. Uh, must be chetzinezek is a mamain. So that's not true. Time am I having to after? Why did you ask the question? It didn't say exactly. It should have, if you hold Chasinezik as a Knas, it should have said if you pay the right amount, it's Maman, more or less as a Knas. Tell you why it didn't say that. Because when you pay less, sometimes it's a Knas, but sometimes it's not. Chasinezik is a Knas. Oh, so why did the prices say if you pay less, it's a Knas? Chasinezik is. There is another example of Chatzinezik Tzreiris when an animal's walking and it kicks a stone and the stone flies out and hits somebody. Over there we have a Alach Sinai that you only pay Chatzinezik. And over there it's definitely going to be Mammon. Whether the Alach Sinai tells you it's Mammon or whether we understand that it's for sure Mammon, just a Torah's Mekel, you can learn that one of two ways. But either way, Chatzinezik Tzreiris is for sure Mammon. That is not a Knas. There's no question when your animal's walking and it kicks a stone, you better be careful and make sure protect it and make sure it's, you know, what it's doing over there. There you should be res- fully responsible. There the terrorists clearly make on you and say you, don't, you only have to pay half. So, when the Bryce is giving you a definition of what's a Knesset, what's a Mammon, if you pay exactly what you're supposed to pay, that's no question, that's a Mammon. If you pay more, Kefel, Abraham, Chamisha, etc., there's no question, that's Knas. Less, it's not clear. If we're talking about Chatzinezik Tzreris, that's for sure Mammon. If we're talking about Chatzinezik of Tam, that might be mum and that might be knas. And therefore the Bryce cannot tell you one way or the other what happens when it's less, because it depends on what type of chetzinezik we're talking about, and therefore the Bryce did not say it. So we've answered our question from the Bryce, and it could actually be that chetzinezik itself by Tam is a knas. The reason it wasn't listed in the Bryce is because there's another chetzinezik, which is mum. So therefore we've answered it to Yufta, so now we can talk a paskin that it's a knas. By chetzinezik? Yes. Yeah, but not by Tzoyris. By Tam. Yes. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Oh, so therefore we can paskin, chetzi nezek, 
is knas. Chetzinetzik of a tam is knas. And therefore, says the more even better than what you're saying, Vashadavar Palganizka Knasa, Najitami is a knas, Hai Kalbodachal Imri. If you're in Bavel or anywhere out of Eretz Yisrael, and you have a dog, and your dog eats the next door neighbor's sheep, okay, that is not a normal thing to do. Dogs don't normally attack and eat sheep. Okay, or shunra da'achal tarnagarda, if you have a cat that eats a chicken, which is not a normal thing for it to do. Now, obviously, eating is normal. If the chicken's dead, then the cat's going to eat it. Okay, if the sheep is dead, the dog's going to eat it. That would be shame. But the killing of it and the eating of it, that's already considered care. The Mephoshim discussed that can you split up the killing from the eating? Most of them say you don't. You don't split up the once you killed it, but Derek Mashuna, it's going to be part of the eating as well. And what does the Bryce say? Now these things, since it's only the first few times it did it, it's a tam. And we just said Palganiska is knas. Well, we don't do Dine Knasas out of Eretz Yisrael. We don't pass, we don't have a Bezdin. This is Mashunahu, that's Mashuna. Forget Mighty Knas. You can't even prosecute the guy in Bezdin in Bavel, because we don't tam Dine Knasas in Bavel. That's only if the sheep or the chicken was big. If they're little baby ones, then it would be normal for a dog or a cat or whatever it is to kill them, and therefore that would not be considered, that would not be considered Karen, if it's Orche, that would be regular already. Because that's a normal thing for it to do. If it was doing it as part of the eating, then maybe it would be shame, depends how it killed it. But it would definitely be regular shame. Now remember, de- depending on how you define it, it would also make a difference whether you're Chayv or Shusarabim or not. Regular and Shein are Pater or Shusarabim. It's a fundamental difference here what the nature of this Hezek is. If it's Karen, it's Chayv or Shusarabim. If it's not Karen, then it's going to be Pater or Shusarabim. So when you define what's Orche, what's Lav Orche, there's like a fine line. Right? That, and that was the point we were making on Amin Aleph. It's Orche, and therefore it's regular. It's Lav Orche, it's Karen, but you're still going to be... Okay, so you have to work that out. It says, Mavitofas However, even though we don't Dan Dine Knossos and Bavel, if the nizik grabs your stuff, then he grabbed it and he, and he can take the chatzinezik. The Omar, I'm booking tickets. We're going to Eretz Yisrael. I'm taking a train. We're going to go from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. And I'm going to prosecute you in the Bezin Eretz Yisrael, which is an interesting halacha, which means even though the damage happened in Babel, and we don't have Dine Knas in Babel, that doesn't mean we don't have Dine Knas in Babel. That just means we don't have a Bezdin in Babel that can do it. But I schlep you to Eretz Yisrael, you have to pay. If the guy says, I'm not getting on the train, I'm not coming, we can put him in Cherem. Now, Benkach or Benkach, whether you bring him to Eretz Yisrael and make him pay, or whether you don't make him pay, you can put the Mazik in Cherem, Adam Asal Kazeka. He's got to get rid of this crazy wild dog and this crazy wild cat that's running around killing things. Even if he doesn't have to pay for it at the first few times, but he's got to get rid of it. You can't have dangerous steps or ladders in your house. So therefore, it's like, you're not allowed to have dangerous things that could lead to death or injury in your house. And therefore, even if we don't dandine krasus in Bavo, we are still going to say that you have to kill and get rid of these dangerous animals or dangerous things. So we come out of Lamaisa, Chetzinezik is a knas. And if Chetzinezik is a knas, then the Pshat in the Mishnah, where it said, Nizik Rabazik Tashlumen, is not talking about Chetzinezik, it's talking about the halacha of Pchas Nevela, as we said before, that the Nizik pays the Pchas Nevela both by Tam and by Amur. Next, cryptic Mishnah. Apparently, whoever wrote these Mishnahs wrote them in a derech chidad, very, very cryptic, and you have to figure out what they want. 
Chamisha Tamim and Chamisha Muadim. So there are five things which are Tam and five things which are Muad. I'm going to read the Mishnah the way the Gemara and the Havamina explains the Mishnah. When we get to the Gemara later on tomorrow, Mr. Shev will see that the Gemara reads the Mishnah a totally different way. But let's read the Mishnah this way first. So they are, what are the Chamisha Tamim and then Chamisha Muadim? So a Behema ain't a Muad. This Behema is not Muad to do things which we said are either Karen. Or told of Karen, and they are Lerligach, not to gore, Lerligoyf, to push to, with Kavanas Elahazik, Lerlashuch, to bite, not eating, biting, but damaging, biting, Lerlerbites, to sit on something, Lerlevite, to kick, again, to cause damage. All these things we said are to av of Karen or told of Karen. These things, they are tam. The Mephashim speak out that each one of these five things you would have to do multiple times to be chayav on. It's not like you gore three times, now you're chayav for biting. Right? Each one is an individual type of tam. So even if they bit three times, and now the fourth time, the third time, fourth time, whatever it is, we'll see, you're going to be chayef for biting, you're still going to be a tam for the kicking. Each one is considered separate. So these are, Pashup Shat, the five tamin. Now what are the five muadin? So the Bryce Mishnah says, Hashem is a muad on anything that it eats if it's eating normal, healthy food. Regal is a mood and pays as a when it's walking, as we said, in Rishasanizik, etc. Vishar Hamud, an animal that does damage three times, now it becomes a mood. Vishar Hamazik Rishus Hanizik, if it went into the Rishus Hanizik and did its damage, we said if Tarfan said, then you always pay Nezik Shalim. The only time you pay Chetzin Nezik is Rishasarabim, etc. But in Rishus Hanizik, then you always pay Nezik Shalim because why'd your animal come into my house, Bichlal? Viha Adam, and an Adam also is always a Mu'ad. So these are the five Mu'adim. We had five cases of Tam and five cases of Mu'ad. <coughs> also says the Mishnah, Hazeev, Va'ari, Va'adoiv. So these wild animals, fox, whatever they are, lion, bears, namer, some sort of a tiger, whatever it is, bardless, and a, a, some sort of, we'll see the Gemara's going to discuss what a bardless is, either some sort of hyena or some sort of leopard. Ve'hanachash, and a snake, Hare'elu Mu'adim. The way Rashi learns this is, these five the first time they damage, Yechayv Nezek Shalem. These are Karen. These are not Shane or anything like that. Taisus learns they're Shane. Rashi says they're Karen, and therefore it's still Meshunah. It's not the normal thing, but it's enough normal that you're responsible as a Nezek Shalem from day one. It's not clear if this is a, like a Dinda Rice or a Dinda Rabbanan. It's not 100% clear. Tara never says this anywhere. But the, or you can learn that Tara actually is explaining by a regular animal, a sh- an ox, etc., that doesn't normally do this in your Bechatzinazik. Animals which you know Lechatchila are automatically dangerous, you Penezik Shal. You can domesticate these animals. You can have a domesticated lion, domesticated bear. And if you have such a thing, then it would be like a regular din of a behema, and the first few times it's tam, and then it turns into a muet. He said that's all true by everything except the snake. A snake is never considered domesticated, even according to Belazar, and a snake would always be chay of Nezik Shalim from the first month. Says the Gemara. It says, what is the muet? In the case of, in the second list of Muadim, the first one is Shane. So what are we talking about? Shane where? Okay, we know Shane is only Chayev versus Anizik. Shane is not Chayev in Rishus Sarabah. Michlal to Bechatzar Anizik Askina. Must be the whole nature of our Mishnah is in the Chatzar of the Nizik. Vikatani, Habahim ain't a Muad, is and says in that case, a Bahama is not a Muad. A Shane is a Muad in Rishus Anizik. A Regal is a Muad in Rishus Anizik. Mashma, that the first five in the Mishnah, which are Tam, are Tam even Rishus Anizik. 
Tam, five cases are muad. We must be, we're talking about the same location. And if Shane is chayev, and regular is chayev, that's Rishos HaNizik. And yet the Rishos said that in those five cases of Tam, Tam pays Chetzi Nezik and Rishos HaNizik. But look at case number four. Amos Sefer, case number four was Shara Muad, which is if it does it multiple times, or Shara Mazik Rishos HaNizik Ve'adam. What is Shara Mazik Rishos HaNizik? Mashmah, if it gores, even the first time, Rishos HaNizik, and it's considered a muad, you pay Nezik Shalim. That sheet is of Tarfin. Also, of Tarfin. The Mashun of Kamrachotz and Isaac. Now, it's just Shalom in the Mashalim. So, besides the fact that you have a steer for the ratio to the Seifa, that the ratio is Mashmah, that the Tams are Tam even Rishos and Isaac, and the Seifa clearly says they're not, you also don't have five. Because we're saying you have five Tam and five Muad, it's not true. According to Rav Tarfin, it's this four, and according to Rabbanah, it's that four. According to Rav Tarfin, the ones in the ratio of Rishos and Isaac, they're not Tam at all. So, ratio, Rabbanah, the Seifa of Tarfin? It's my in, yes. Don't try to work out the Mishnah. But Tab, I say, follow my shot. Reish Rabbanim, say for Avtar for Nechanami. It's a steer, meaning I ban the Mishnah. Rabbi Lazar, Mishmah, the Rav, I'm a no. Cooler Avtar for Nehi. You can make the whole Mishnah fit Avtar for Nehi. How does he make the Mishnah fit Avtar for Nehi? We just said, Tam Rishush Anizik, according to Avtar for Nehi, is Nezik Sholem. Must be, we're not talking about Rishush Anizik. Must be, we're talking about Rishush Sarabim. But then why Yechayev on Shane? What's the answer? Like we said yesterday, we're talking about again that funny case where it's sort of a Shusanizik and sort of a Shusarabim. For Dine Karen, we're talking about it's a Shusarabim that both the Mazik and the Nizik are allowed to have their animals there. Therefore, it has a dinner of Shusarabim for Hilchus Karen. And therefore, even according to Ftaifin, you pay Chatzin Nezik. But the Gabi Shane, we said, again, this depends on Abzer or Abayah's version, but the Gabi Shane, only the Nizik is allowed to have his fruits there. And therefore, the Gabi Shane, it's Rishusad Nizik, and therefore you're going to be Chayib. So the mission is that funny case, so you can have both halachas be true. You can be Chayib, Chetzi Nizik on Tam, because it's Rishusarabim for that, but you be Chayib Nizik, regular Nizik for Nizik. Shane and Regal, because for Shane and Regal, it is a Rishul Sanizik. We debated whether this point is true, Abaya and Abzerah before, but we're going to go according to this Pshat so far in the Mishnah. The Mice will come out tomorrow, we'll change the Pshat in the Mishnah, but this is where we'll stop now. Uh, Guten Shabbos.